Welcome to Man to Man Podcast. Before we begin our episode, we gotta shout out Anchor for making this podcast even possible. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, easy to use for recording and uploading your episodes, and the best part, they distribute the podcast for you so you can be heard on places like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It also allows you to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's going on, everybody? Everybody, what's going on, everybody? We back, baby. We are back. Feeling excited right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Man to Man, the best NBA podcast out there right now, where we invite you to come hang out with us. We're going to shoot the shit, bring you live updates, news, and highlights. And hey, it's a big day for the NBA. We back, baby. Hoopstar, how you doing, brother? This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, like you said it, Liam the Hoopstar Nash, baby. I'm excited. I'm so excited, dude. We are we are here. The time has come. The time has come, man. Right? It feels like the, the resurrection day for the NBA, am I right? <laughs> Something like it, man. Something like how you been these last couple of days, man. I'm feeling rusty right now, my guy. I know. We had we had an episode in a couple of weeks, man. We're like, yeah, dude, you know, what you you trying to make an episode this week? And I'm like, yeah, dude. But then we're both thinking, uh, I'm actually gonna go to the lake this week. <laughs> Uh, probably just chill out for a little like come on man we're, we're trying to bring content here this the whole deadline that's been going around going on around the nba it, they needed to come to a decision point and we're finally there hoop for the people that are watching right now the people who uh, don't know want to be a little bit more informed uh this is the return for the nba man the nba is back today is the, uh the day that NBA's Board of Governors have voted to approve the league's 22-team format to restart the 2019-2020 season in Orlando at the Walt Disney World Resort. The vote ultimately resulted in a 29-1. to uh, Portland was the uh, lone dissenting in that in that vote, uh, resulting in a favoring of a 22-team for July 31st resumption as the proposed timeline for teams um, as the last possible date for an NBA Finals Game 7 would be October 12th. So July to July 31st is that first day coming back. October 12th could possibly um, be the last day of that Game 7 in the Finals, right? So each of these 22 teams will play eight regular season games in Orlando for seeding purposes uh, for the playoffs as a single site um, for a campus for all games and practice. They'll be gonna be, they're going to be playing games here, practices, and they're going to be housing the NBA, these 22 teams, and it's just going to act like a bubble, right? Right, and I think the biggest thing is that there are 22 teams. There's not that 16-team, you know, just straight to the playoffs. we right. got, you know, a couple of teams trying to fight for that playoff position, and mm-hmm. that's what we see as, as the seeding games, you know, the, the eight regular season games. Mm-hmm. And I think the coolest thing that we see is that, you know, the eighth and ninth seed teams, they could uh, yeah. enter that uh, – that playoff, you know, that play-in tournament type of style of, I don't know what the NBA would call, you know, the play-in game, or right. like the NCAA does, you know. So, right. but so once the the sixteen teams, you know, do, um, you know, battle out and they and that's set, 
um, the NBA playoffs would proceed, you know, just regularly like the normal playoffs, the, right. the four rounds and then the best of seven. Um, but the biggest thing I think we should just, you know, kind of outline for everybody, you know, maybe the people that don't really know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, these teams have been able to, you know, do workouts at their own facilities. Mm-hmm. But with this new, you know, plan in place, training camp for the return, as we call it, will begin anywhere from the 9th of July to the 11th. They're not really sure, but within those dates, the the teams will make it out to Orlando. And then, like you said, the season mm-hmm. starts that July 31st and goes on right. to October 12th. But um, now let me let me stop you here, Liam. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Why? The question is, why 22 teams? Right. Uh, Just because based on the 22 teams, the um, how it broke down is that the the additional teams that were added instead of just the 16 teams Mm -hmm. um, were all within, I think it was six games of that, you know, playoff push to make that eight seed. So they mm-hmm. wanted to be fair or, you know, give those teams a chance. So for that final spot, they kind of, you know, decided let's give these teams that could possibly make it in those eight games and mm-hmm. get into that, you know, eight spot as, as they say now. And that final, okay. um, that final playoff spot in the eight seed. So I think, on paper, that looks good. We can talk about that a little later about if I agree with that. I mean, we could do mm-hmm. it right now, but I don't know if that's the best, you know, and safest way to do it. But, you know, that's how they decided to do it. And it gives, you know, those top tier teams like we keep talking about on on here, you know, the, the dominant teams kind of a, mm-hmm. a chance to work themselves back into it. Right. 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 So there's 13 teams in the West. There's nine in the East, right. as we see. And, you know, the 22 teams out of the 30, the other teams, like you're saying, they didn't really have a chance. There were some teams uh, and GMs and managers that wanted to participate, you know, in the rest of the season that didn't really have a shot, you know, right, like, right. you know, the Pistons or other teams like that, like the Knicks, um, just to kind of give their younger guys some practice. But like we've been preaching, you know, safety precautions and all that, it just wasn't the safest move for Adam Silver. Honestly, one one, two teams, that, that's too much to come back. But, you know, we see MLB, we see NHL, we see all these things. It's, it's about time. NBA started this movement. Now it's time to kind of finish it into a set plan. And there's been so many proposals, right? I mean, yeah. this is like the best of the worst that's uh, that's been proposed. And we were talking about, I'm glad they didn't do it at Vegas, man. They would have had a shit show in Vegas. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I mean, this is, this is the best, uh, it, it, you know, this is the best scenario that can possibly happen right now with those 22 teams. I'll kind of break it down for you, kind of piggybacking off that. We talked about in our previous episode how, like you are saying, yeah, everyone's working out. But re- realistically, these teams need at least 20 to 25 days of training camp just to get their bodies back into NBA play mode, right? Right. Um, so on the 31st, this is what's going to happen. They're going to have uh, – it's going to be a 16-day regular season. There's going to be five to six games per day. And Liam, you were even talking about, man, how you played AAU ball and at the Disney World Resort. There's courts right next to each other. So Mm -hmm. no telling how that's going to look. Two teams could play at the same time. I don't know how they're going to do that. Five to six games per day. 
each team is expected to play one back-to-back among amongst its eight games. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the NBA Finals format is expected to, you know, include games every other day during that best of seven. So that's, that's squeezing it, right? Mm-hmm. So we're pretty much squeezing everything right now. And like I was saying with the AAU, I mean, you were down there back-to-back-to-back. There really is no stop. So it's almost like these guys are, you know, starting back where their roots came from and, and – you know, we'll see how it plays out with their bodies. Right. And I think it's it's cool just to kind of see how, you know, the biggest thing I keep hearing is, you know, it's a, like you said, it's kind of a shortened season. But that's what NBA champions, to me, are made of. You know, it's not all, all about, you know, just being on the court and playing the game. It's also the outside influences and dealing with, you know, the circumstances you're given. And mm-hmm. I think this is the best way as as we all know we're in a pandemic so it's not like i mean this is the best scenario possible for these teams to do this so i think it's it'll be exciting to see for sure but like you said there's 13 um western conference teams and nine eastern conference team we have the the teams up here um on the screen and do you do you agree with all the teams (laughs) the only That's that's the question the only thing i really don't I don't really understand, I guess, is the biggest thing is why is there only nine teams in the Eastern Conference? You know, because my two my two snubs, I guess you would call them, of this are are the Hornets and the Bulls. Yes, the Hornets and the Bulls have losing records right now, but they're seven games back. The Wizards are six games, exactly six games back. Or, yeah, five, no, the, the Wizards are five games back. The, the Hornets are seven games back, mm-hmm. and the Bulls are eight games back. So why didn't they give those two other teams, you know, a chance? They could have, you know, pushed past the Wizards or, you know. So I don't know. I, I, right. You never know. I think there's, you know, with the Eastern Conference, there's a couple of teams that probably possibly could have made it or been asked. So, but in realistic, I think it's just because the the, the West is so strong. Right. And like when you first ask that question, like, why is there no more, like not as many teams in the East and the West? You ask somebody that and they're thinking, man, because the West is better. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's a fair statement. I just think, I mean, realistically, Wizards, they're not going to make a deep run in the playoffs. So probably if they do happen to get in and pass the magic, are we that. Wizards fans? I, I'm just I'm, like I'm, I'm, I think we might be. We might be a little Wizards fans out here. I'm kind of biased, dude. I want the Wizards to. I want the Wizards to you know clutch that eight spot right there. Exactly. I think that's. I mean, I, I that would be awesome because then maybe we could have Garrison back on and see how he's feeling and what he's doing all uh, um, about this whole situation if he likes yeah. it or not. But um, yeah, so how they broke it down is basically all the the playoff teams that before the break automatically get the invite and then they Mm -hmm. like i said they had that six game gap of if they were into that that met that six game gap into that eight seed they got an invite so that's why we see the west i feel like has more teams because all those teams are so tightly congested and could possibly make that you know right so i don't know it's 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 interesting but well let's let's stay on that topic real quick hoop Okay. For the for the eighth and ninth, you know, they're doing this this play in tournament. Let's right. kind of talk about that. So we, I mean, obviously, you know, we got the twenty two teams coming. That's and for by the way, for the vote, they voted today. 
they needed three fourths of that vote to pass. Okay. And I kind of think that's why they picked 22 instead of 16 right there. Just to kind of, you know, Adam Silver, they're proposing a bunch. They're like, come on, let's get the NBA back. Um, you know, but we need three fourths of that vote. So let's kind of bring in these teams that are kind of close. I mean, it kind of helps out in both ways. It's a win-win scenario, right? Right. But right. they needed the vote. But then let's talk about that eight, those this eighth and ninth play-in seed, if you want to go into that. Yeah, so the play-in tournament, um, as they say, will be held for that eighth and ninth seed. And that's only if that ninth seed, so in the Eastern Conference, if the Wizards are within, so basically it's within four games of that eighth seed, they'll have this play-in tournament. So the, if the, the Wizards... At the end of these eight games right here. Right, so if the Wizards are... Eight, uh, four games in contention to making that eight spot against the Magic, they will automatically have that play-in game. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing about that is it's not just a one-all, be-all. If the Wizards um, win that first game, they have to play another one and beat them twice. The Unlike, ninth seed has to be the eighth seed twice. twice yeah. Right. And so for the Magic in that situation, they would only have to win one game, and it's like, see you later. Right. So just to like make sure they're like they're they're playoff bound. Right. That's pretty much how they're putting it. So I think the the biggest thing on the Western Conference is we could see, you know, some some major changes in in that ninth spot, you know. Mm-hmm. So who's going to try to get there? That's why I think it's kind of nice for these eight games to be played. Not only right. does it give them that warm up, but it also, you know, gives a little competitive edge to these games yes they're all going to be competitive just because there's only eight of them but it's even more because like we're trying to gun for that spot especially like a blazers team that been complaining all year i wouldn't say complain but been preaching all year that they're you know they can be that you know cinderella story or they can make a run in these playoffs man i love me some dame dollar in the playoffs but here's the thing when that vote came to that 21 29 to 1 Right. That one that one vote, you know, that was out there, I thought it was I thought it was MJ. And that's a whole nother thing that I mean, that's just maybe a conspiracy theory why the Hornets aren't it, because MJ publicly came out saying that ah, this is stupid, man. Just start the season, you know, when it's, you know, usually back to starting up in August or October, whenever it is. So I thought it was the Hornets at first, but it actually was the, the Trailblazers. Uh, upper, you know, management saying, "Hey, this is kind of a stupid idea," but I guess they're still like, if they're saying that they voted no, but they're still going down to Orlando. I don't know, kind of weird, right? You, you, when you hear that uh, from another, maybe the 14th seed in the West, right? Do you kind of get pissed off? I mean, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I don't know. I think the biggest thing for the Blazers, what I read, was they've been competitive and they don't want their season to end because they're still trying to get the groove back. They wanted those extra games in there. Okay. They wanted that longer, you know, instead of eight games, they wanted maybe 15 games. They wanted more games. Yeah. so they Because could really, they were realistically about 17, 18, what, games left? Yeah. And so they really yeah. wanted those games to show the rest of the world and probably get, you know, some momentum going into the playoffs mm-hmm. and make that push. Now they they lose two games, and it could be – I mean, they lose the first two games in their in their right. season, and it could be over, you know. And right. They, and and it just could happen like that, you know. So. So, so obviously we have more teams in the West rather than the East, right? So I mean, the Wizards have a have an amazing shot right now. Yeah. 
coming back and, and making that eighth spot. And who even knows, dude, that's seventh, you know, like there are eight games and, and we don't know the full schedule yet. And I think a lot of the players that are like in this, you know, play in tournament, whatever you want to call it, I've, I've read, they don't, they don't really know what's going on. They're kind of just seeing things from Twitter and Woj bombs and, and other things like that. But when you got this West, man, so you got, you know, in the ninth, the, the Blazers, the Pelicans in the 10th, Kings in 11th, Spurs 12th, 13 Suns. At the end of these eight games, I mean, and there's multiple teams that come in between that margin of eighth and ninth. What's the plan? I mean, I just want to know what these backup, you know, answers and questions are. Right. And I think that's the biggest question of them all is just what why would you send have these teams go through all of this and ultimately not make the playoffs are they going to have to stay in orlando or are they going no. home like what's i think i don't know i think if 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 there's say say all these teams come in between i mean dude come in between four games out of eight you got a pretty good shot with multiple of these teams coming in you know within that margin right. of the eighth and ninth spot so if, i mean if it comes down to it honestly instead of like a double elimination like the ninth like having to beat the eighth twice and the eighth and the ninth or whatever i don't know maybe still the eighth has to beat one of the teams like once but if there's four teams right there it's almost that's almost like a a, a one team plays another and then on the other side you got a you know same scenario um and i think it's a single elimination and then you get to that ninth and eighth right there and i think so you're making the case if if there's multiple same, teams same in the West. So if there's multiple teams in the West that reach that, you know, within four of that eight seed, you want them to play against each other. Each other. Yeah, like okay. almost like a mini bracket. Okay. And then whoever wins that will play that eighth spot to... Eighth, eighth is chilling okay. at the day games. Eighth okay. doesn't even have the... Then there's just like another, you know, it's just a whole nother play-in tournament. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that could happen. I think... I mean, it's a good question. Nobody really knows exactly the the true details. So, I mean, it's no. I mean, it's 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 not. I mean, we get the we get the whole you know blueprint, but there are questions like you're saying mm-hmm. that need to be answered. Right. So let's talk about these teams. Not only like you know the teams that are trying to make this eight spot. Let's just talk about the teams that are already kind of clinched the playoffs. Um, although there's no really like home court advantage. I know like I've heard a lot of this. Oh, what are they going to do about home, home court advantage? They're playing at a neutral spot, I guess, besides the magic. But <laughs> does it really matter what seed you are? I mean, I guess it does just because of the level of competition. Like Pacers are sitting at fifth right now, and they'd have to play the Heat. Should pay, Are Pacers trying to knock up a couple bit, you know, to play the to Nets, maybe like the, the second versus the seventh? Or, I mean, is that really a big factor? Are these guys, I mean, how serious of a, I mean, I'm trying to compare it here. The, the teams that are trying to get into that eighth, how serious is, it, serious is it compared to these teams that are already clinched in the playoffs? Right. So that's the biggest question I've, I've seen is what do we do about these teams that have worked so hard through the season to get these top spots? You know, mm-hmm. the Lakers probably need to be number one in the West even, you know, have a real good shot of winning the finals. So there's been a couple of, you know, possible options of, you know, how can we, you know, help getting that home court or like giving it an advantage. And so I've ran, I've run through a couple of these for you. Um, Extra possessions. 
So give the home the, the higher seed the ball after each quarter automatically. You know how they go alternating quarters. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the higher seed automatically gets the ball at the quarter. We have another proposal of seven fouls. So you get one player on each side, <laughs> and you can designate him to instead of getting six fouls, he can have seven. So many fouls ought to be on LeBron James. <laughs> so many. Um, Too bad Draymond in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um, the other couple are extra coaches challenge, which I kind of like actually. You know, yeah. giving a, the higher seed one more challenge um, that could possibly work. Um, and then another kind of cool one that I didn't really think about, but they were thinking about um, sending in the home the, the 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 home court like the hardwood of the of the oh, team yeah. and lay that out as like a visual you know kind interesting. Of, feeling like we got home court that's realistic i mean it's i don't know how much the that is as like an actual advantage but it's kind of cool to know that i got my home court so this is our right. court right and then the last one which i think is probably the only one that will realistically get through is the higher c gets to pick their hotel accommodation so they get to pick what hotel they want um like room service and all of that. So they get to pick the nicest hotel, I guess, if they want to. So, I mean, I think those are all like kind of good options. That one's probably at like the lowest of the low on the, <laughs> on the, on the totem yeah. pole, now, right? Like you're in Walt Disney World, right? right. <laughs> like every hotel is going to be nice. One <laughs> of they're just like, no, nah, you can't, if the Heat or, or Pacers are fit, you know, they're underdogs. They put them in the shitty hotel. Do not <laughs> give them room service. You give them room service. You're out, out of here, bro. Yeah. That's kind of, I don't know. I like the home court. Yeah, the home court, uh, yeah, the I, home like the court home I think court. would, I mean, you can't really have advantage. My biggest thing is, you know what, let's just go out and ball. You know, you're paid. Yeah. You're paid. You got paid this year. Just go out and hoop. You know, if you really right. want an NBA championship, LeBron James is not worried if, yeah. he, if he has home court or not. Ain't worried. It's gonna be interesting to see with a bunch of different angles and the the only people that they're really letting into the stands. There are people that can go into the stands, but it's the team personnel who are inactive, <laughs> right? So yeah. it's you know all the all the guys who are you know getting paychecks monthly, weekly, biweekly, uh, you know by these organization organizations. That's another thing that I heard. You know, put them on you know different ends like a, a football field, kind of behind the goalposts or the baskets, what have you not. And, <laughs> and let them start and, cheering. You know, let the let the fucking <laughs> I don't even know whatever the hell the workout dudes. You know, hey, let's go. You know, kind of just I don't know. I'm under shooting free throws or something. <laughs> just kind of yell some naughty things at him. But that that's another thing I want to talk about. Who is it, it? Will it be easier for guys? Will it, will it be easier for players to get technicals? Um, that's the, I got two questions in this one. In this one, um, that's the question. That's my first one. And then the second one: Will it be easier for fans to listen to the players and what they're saying? Uh, oh, well, because so the fans, you, you're saying so the fans creating that noise. Referees don't always get to hear, but now that there's no fans, they could right. get technicals easier because they're talking shit and stuff. Yeah. I mean, these guys are professional tr- trash talkers, right? I don't. I don't think we'll see an increase of technicals. I think the referees will. I don't know. I think the referees will realize how much shit talk they actually is going on. Um, 
They're probably but, so used to it already. Right. But I don't know. I don't think there would be an increase in technicals, no. But I think it would be, to answer the second part, I think it would be harder um, as so a you don't whole. Think the, I mean, for people listening back home, like, that's just what I'm curious about. Like, the camera views is what I read. They're going to be closer. You're going to be, like, you know, kind of in-game 2K levels. Um, but are you going to be able to hear that audio from guys? You know, it's it's almost like a practice. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, obviously, it's going to be different. I don't know how, how, how much the volume is going to be turned up. Maybe, <laughs> you know, it might be. It might, I don't think they're going to let. I'm trying to hear these guys talk, man. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna let the the f bomb and like just just fly over the air like that. So I think the the on court audio will. Be I guarantee down. these games will. Yeah, I guarantee these games will be like somewhat delayed by maybe five to ten minutes. Yeah, just to you know. Yeah, um, let's run through some other things in this you know kind of, I guess plan that they put together today. Mm-hmm. Biggest thing: draft lottery. Um, is going to be for August 25th. Um, then the draft itself will be held on October 15th. Mm-hmm. The free agent period, so people can, or the players can start re-signing with new teams, um, will be pushed back to October 18th. Mm-hmm. And then training camp will start November 10th, and that's yeah. meaning that the season will start on December 1st this, this of this year. Right. Instead of, I know there was a big couple proposals of the season uh, for next year, so the twenty twenty one season could be start day of Christmas Day, and mm-hmm. they moved it twenty four days ahead now. So right, it's it's all it's all squeezed in, but at the same time, like you look at these dates and they're very flexible, in my right. opinion. Like many of these dates are considered tentative and as the NBA and the National Basketball Presidents Association, they have a long list of, you know, financial and competitive items to negotiate for the 2021 season. But not only that, just for this season alone. Um, and everything is so tight. And and let's talk about this for a sec, Liam. With, you know, the NBA coming on, you know, this summer. Thank God it's a summer, dude. Because every <laughs> fucking summer, dude, I'm watching Little League World Series and baseball that I just do not care about. And then, like, I have to wait until July until these guys playing start, you know, playing summer camp, uh, summer league. So, here's the thing. Let's talk about it real quick. With um, the NBA, you know, starting and then ending in October, and then starting back up in November, December, is is this potentially a permanent schedule for the NBA when when you bring out factors like TV programs and you know how many millions and more millions of uh, dollars, you know how how more how how lucrative can it get? Can it get more lucrative than what it is right now? I know it's probably in the billions, but um, can can you see this as a potential permanent schedule for the NBA if it works out and, and these TV programs favors? So starting the season at the end of the actual calendar year, and then yeah. it would go through. I don't know what. I guess that would be late. Late August, May ish, instead yeah. of June. Yeah. Or early, kind of mid August. Yeah, because if if they start, yeah, it's a couple months behind. If they start in November or December. And then get the whole whole summer off, 
I mean, October, November, I mean, they're going to start in December. That's two months. And they usually, like today would have been game one of the NBA finals. Okay. So, I mean, May, June, July, August. Sorry, I had to do that in my head real quick. <laughs> it's they, all good. Uh, they end in August. They would end in August. It would be the same scenario for next. It, it would literally be the same scenario for next season at least. And then if that's the case, I mean, you have, you have your pick, man. You can either – watch fucking Westworld on one night or you're like, no, I'm going to go watch fucking live sports, dude. Or, you know, Little League World Series, damn, that was a fucking lit-ass game, but then I ended at fucking, you know, noon and everyone's getting pizza and I'm not invited. So, you know, it it, it can be more lucrative for all these TV programs. <laughs> but, I mean, it's something that I would be interested in seeing. You know, I know all these, all these players have their summer, you know, their families and summer activities that their kids go to and summer camps and whatnot. But I know that's their downtime too, but I really do think it could be a, a a long-term win deal for the NBA. Yeah. I think the, the overlap could help um, if that was, you know, kind of dissipated a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think, I think, I think we really got to look at the numbers of how many people actually watch this. Um, and things like that. But I think, yeah, I think that's, it could be realistic. Um, yeah. Only thing is if, if it goes south or if a lot of people get, you know, tested positive, it, this is, it's going to fall apart really quickly. Right. You know? And that's the whole thing. I mean, obviously when you have NFL playoffs and then, you know, in another couple of months you have NBA playoffs, like you don't want to have it at the same time. Right. So that's something you would kind of have to look into. But fuck, dude! If you got playoffs and next night you got NBA playoffs, like it could, it could I don't know, out. dude. That'd be kind of lit. It definitely could work out pretty. I mean, it could. I mean, it, sports fans like me and you, I could be. I wish the. I wish the. Uh, what do they call it? The, the ban or you can't go outside. What's that thing called? I forgot what that's. The coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, but what what do they call that? You can't go outside. Quarantine. The quarantine. I wish that would. Yeah. I wish that would last all. The rest of the year, so I could be in my house just watching, <laughs> sports, just watching sports for the rest of the year, right? <laughs> just watching the sports, eating Cheetos, drinking a couple Mickey's or some claws. Yeah, but let's. Uh, you want to take us through what this NBA bubble is actually going to look like? I feel like, you know, that we now kind of understand what's on paper. Um, yeah. What is this, you know, actual bubble in Orlando going to look like? You know. Right. Right. So, I mean, the NBA bubble is ultimately governed by a set of safety protocols. I mean, Adam Silver is working with, you know, all these, all these, um, you know, higher level medical people and, you know, their safety precautions to be had. Obviously, there's still a fucking pandemic out here. Um, but players, you know, they will be able to go out to restaurants. They'll be able to go eat. Um, but they must follow the social distancing guidelines, right? We're like I was saying, like nothing's really going to change. It's, it's just the matter of the fact that, hey, we have to peop- we have to keep people safe. You know, I don't know how much testing they're going to do. Honestly, that might get annoying to the players if they're going to try to keep testing these guys once they go out to eat, you know, how many miles away or, you know, everything's pretty tight right there. It's, it's a private resort. But, you know, even if people are trying to get in the meat, I mean, dude, media, you got to think about that. People that are trying to get in, take pictures, TMZ will by God be there in a second. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's just a matter of fact that these guys are in, you know, very, very strict guidelines 
uh, we will see some testing done on a regular basis within the Disney campus uh, bubble. But it, you know, like I was saying, man, it's are these guys going to get annoyed by doing that? Uh, Rudy Gobert, fuck, they're fourth in the in the West right now. Are they going to like <laughs> not chill with him? Like, what's going to happen if a positive test arises? And you know, the player will be removed. I'm guessing and, and placed in isolation as. You know, they, they might play on. I, I have no idea. That's that's kind of what they're going on right now. They are allowed to go out and eat, but, you know, if a player test is positive, it sounds like they're still going to play, but, you know, they're going to put this player in isolation. My biggest thing that I heard was, so a couple of these players went back to their hometown, and their hometown or their home city. I'm sorry, Liam. I had to take a piss, dude. So bad. <laughs> My man. going, dude. <laughs> Uh, that's too funny. But yeah, the biggest thing that we see is um, kind of that kind of caught my eye was that the players that travel from overseas um, back to their hometown, they're going to have to have this two week quarantine um, once they travel back into the States. So once they come into the States, wherever they come into or wherever they fly into, they're have to going to be. Um, they're going to have to have that 14-day quarantine in that same state. That's federal regulations that are in place right now. And so, so like, for instance, if, like, Luka Doncic went home or somebody else, like Porzingis went back to Latvia or whatever, and he came and flew back into the States, whatever state he flew into, he has this quarantine for 14 days in New York or wherever he flew into, and then – he can go and come back to his team. So that's the kind of the downside of these team players going back to, you know, out of out of the U.S. But, yeah, the, that's the biggest thing is they're going to have to quarantine in the state they fly into 14 days. And then once they go back down to Orlando and meet with their team, Florida is one of those states that have another 14-day quarantine period if you're coming in from another state so, because in, I, i'm sorry I, dude i'm sorry i could not think while i was talking <laughs> to be so bad uh, um i want to i want to you know continue to listen to what you're saying but i just want to stop you right there the, the florida has been hit the hardest in the past six weeks it's they've risen they've risen in uh you know coronavirus positive testing in the past six weeks more than any other any other city right now right and that's the biggest thing i don't I mean, yes, it's good to come into a bubble, as they call it, you know, but at the same time, we have to, to look out for these players, too. You know, these players are mm-hmm. professional, you know, icons, basically, for the whole United States and the world. So, I don't know. It's right. That's where the, my double-edged sword kind of comes into is, is this the safest thing, bringing all these teams I could have seen 16 and I would have been happy, you know, but it is kind of how it is in terms of if you want to get the the season back, this is, this is the proposal. So we back, baby. We back. Come on. uh, We back. (laughs) All All right. So obviously everybody knows, you know, these don't hang around Rudy Gobert, Don Mitchell or the other guy didn't even make the playoffs. But uh, shout out Pistons, Jay Bone. I'm not gonna say anything about the Pistons. But uh, let's let's just go into all right. So July 31st, right? And you got the Wizards. Let's go back to the Wizards. I want to talk about them for a sec. 
What about John Wall? Is this guy coming back? So are you is, talking- he, is, he, is John Wall going to be healthy for this eight games? Is, I mean, it, is it the right choice to come back for these eight games? If, if he's so. if he's been working out with his team and he's been in the gym and he's been participating in these and he's and he thinks he's ready to go. Yes, there's been reports saying he's I think he's a hundred percent, he says, but if the chemistry's there and if he thinks that's the biggest thing I feel is if you as a professional athlete, if you think that you are ready and you think that you can help your team and make a playoff run, mm-hmm. do it, you know? And that right. brings up another guy that we talked about, the whole KD thing, because we see the same thing with KD um, two years ago when he he said he could play at 80%, comes back, and he's out for another year, right? right. So I don't know. I don't think – KD's that, a stick, dude. I, I don't think it's the right decision. I mean, I think KD is not even – anticipating coming back even if he were healthy but like how sick would it be if like you were i mean john wall i feel like he's been out for like what almost two seasons bro right i think for john wall if he's if he's 100 percent like he says he could could be ready for this season what what's the hurt like what what does it hurt for you to you know get chemistry with the young guys make possibly you know make a run if you could get up to, you know, make the playoffs and then upset mm-hmm. the Bucks because the Bucks are rusty or something, mm-hmm. that's gonna give you all the confidence in the world, right? Yeah. So I don't know. So you're on the second part of that. What you don't think KD should come back? No, I don't think KD should come back. I think he's been on his burner for too long. <laughs> uh, he has been, <laughs> hasn't been in the gym, bro. He's been know, working man. out. I mean, I mean, realistically though, the East is wide open. Right. For I sure. mean, Pacer Nation till we die out here, but I'm looking toward the West if, if Pacers don't make it, dude. I mean, I obviously want the Lakers to win it all. You know, LeBron win one for Kobe. But I'd like – I mean, Garrett – you know, G-Mats might be texting Jay Wall saying, come on, brother, we need you. We need you. Or, chill, bro, let me get some minutes. Let me shine for the second contract. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think I think it's I think it may be like I think it may be a wise decision if John Wall doesn't come back. It could be eight the, games, man. I don't know. You're you're not gonna win it. The Wizards aren't going. They're, I don't know. You know man. They could they could make a run. Don't don't get me wrong. They they could make a a run in the East, but I mean, once they hit in the Pacers, they ain't winning. But like, they're still <laughs> not beating the Bucks and the Celtics. You know. Right. Um. I guess let's let's end it on these a couple questions I got. Mm-hmm. You know, my question to you is: Here we go. My question to you is: <laughs> Young brother in love. Um, my biggest question that I have: Does this change who you have winning the NBA Finals? Because I know you you say you want the Lakers to win. Realistically, you said that's your pick. Do we have the Lakers winning it in this? In this short season here? It's tough to say, man. Let's make I mean, another... I think Clippers have a better talent, for sure. I think Clippers are better than the Lakes. So... No doubt. Is that your pick? Is that your pick for these, these playoffs? 
It's not my pick. It's not my pick. So Come make on, a pick, bro. man. Now give me a pick. I'm picking pick. the Lakers to win it all. I'm picking the Lakers versus the Pacers. Because <laughs> we talking about we talking about injured players coming back. Depot come back. I mean, Jeremy Lamb unfortunately gave like we talked about both of his legs to the the VAs. <laughs> you know, veterans out there, but uh, they could come back, bro. I mean, the, the Pacers have a solid squad. Right. But That's the biggest thing. Celtics every single year, obviously, you can't sleep on them. You, you can't sleep on the Heat. I mean, the Heat have young talent. I don't. I don't know, man. If I'm being realistic and not biased, my my biased, you know, answer is you know Lakers versus Pacers, but realistically, Clippers versus the Bucks. Bucks. See, yeah. that's the biggest thing you brought. I'm glad you brought this up, and we can we'll wrap it up kind of after this. I think we are in store for big upsets in these playoffs because yeah. it's such a short season. There could be rust. And you know you could you could have the like you said you could have a team like the Heat or the Celtics in in the finals easily, and yep. but yeah or like even like the Mavericks you gotta watch out for the Mavericks even you know I think Luca's gonna have a a very I think Luca's gonna blow off in the finals or in the playoffs dude I think he's gonna go off right I mean he's young he has no experience but um. What's what's other dude's name that plays for the from Villanova for the for the Mavs? Who? Jalen Brunson. 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 Yeah. Him and Luca do can go off. I mean, JJ has got a hundred years on him, but you know he could he could teach some knowledge over there. I don't know. They also got fucking Tim Hardaway, don't they? And they got Boban. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, those guys. I think these guys it's... aren't making it, bro. I mean, Luca. Luca, I will say, Luca's been in those kind of experiences, though. You know, overseas, like he's it's it's nothing really new to him. I feel like like he's been in those those big game scenarios uh, where he's you know big crowd. You know, he's what won MVP for a, a championship before, if, if I'm not mistaken. I could be totally mistaken there, but I think I've heard that. Yeah. Um, but I think I think have, I think the Mavs and Luca will have a good run. Wow. Um, I'm excited to see what happens, man. For real, for real. It's, yeah, no, nah, it'll be good, man. It'll be good. I'm excited NBA is back, dude. I mean, we can finally start posting about, you know, what's going on. We apologize, man. We just we just didn't think that we had great content coming out, and we, we really just wanted to wait on a decision. That's why we waited so long. We didn't want to put out bad content for you guys, and exactly. that's really all it's, all it's come down to. Yeah, but we're back now, so expect our – our episode. Hey, and we back, baby. We, we back, back, baby. Man to man. Come on, bro. Hey, other guys that are taking that man to man podcast, just saw it on YouTube. No, don't even try, dude. Please yeah. don't even try. Real, real man to man here. We appreciate all you guys that have followed us uh, recently on Instagram and social media. Yes. Uh, we're, we're, dude, we're giving, we're, Liam and I have been talking about it. We're about to give a huge ass giveaway, even though we don't have any money at all right now. <laughs> but uh, we're giving out uh, a package deal, right, Hoop? So, yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna our well, first big thing that we're gonna do, I think, that we decided on was the retro jersey, right? I think retro that's, jerseys, that's, that's a the, fact. So yeah. if you guys like want us like pop us ideas, the first one we had was retro jerseys. We'll throw whatever one you want at right. at us, you know. Um, so uh, we'll we'll do the retro jersey of your choice, um, and then give us some ideas on on Instagram. You know, message us, direct DM us, or whatever. And give us those ideas. Um, 
of what we'll throw else. you like the NBA pass too. Like yeah. fuck it, I don't even care. Yeah. Um, just we'll throw you. I'll throw. I'll throw you. I will throw you. Uh, uh, <laughs> Spud Webb and like fucking Bugsy Bugs uh, retro jersey. I'll throw you if you don't have it yet. Liam and I have been balling on it. Shout out Johnny Dress also. Johnny uh, in that war zone. <laughs> we'll buy you war zone. We'll buy you multiplayer. Get your loadouts going. And then we'll buy you the NBA pass or something, you know? Just yeah. just stay tuned because we got it coming on, boys. Yes, sir. Hey, big biggest thing that we have today besides the NBA returning. Today, for man to man, we hit our 1,000 followers on Instagram. Yes, sir. So... Please go follow us huge, on Instagram. Huge. We appreciate it. We can't do this without you guys. Yeah, we please, seriously appreciate it so much. Please go follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. That's at Man to Man Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to, you know, follow us on Twitter as well, it's at Man to Man Pod on Twitter. And then these episodes, besides being on YouTube, are always on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So mm-hmm. go give us those five stars and good reviews. Just subscribe, dude. We just yeah. need subscribers on YouTube. Even though we try to push our episodes on Apple and Spotify, please, please go subscribe to Apple and Spotify. But on YouTube, we could take some more subscribers. Yes, I mean, sure. if you, we want to, we want to engage with you guys. So if you can, guys, you guys want to come on while we're doing lives, fucking type whatever the hell you want, and we'll answer it for you. Exactly. But with that, this week's episode is a wrap. We will catch you this Sunday. Actually, we have a very, very special episode this Sunday. Very special. Forgot yes, about that one. we have a special guest coming in. Um, it's going to be kind of a more serious episode, um, but we're we'll we'll throw in some some NBA content in there as well. But very big special guest this Sunday at yes, 10 p.m. Eastern time. But with that, we will catch you next Sunday or this Sunday. Namaste to you guys. Namaste. Thank you. We back, baby. Pace nation. Big <laughs> <laughs>